Hello friends, I'm Amanda Barr. And I'm Rebecca Lou Brennan, and welcome to Dance Principles United, the podcast. Together, we are passionate about helping studio owners with the business of running their studio. Join us as we talk everything from marketing systems, studio culture, motherhood, life, and everything in between. This is the Dance Principles United podcast. Good morning, Dance Principles United podcast. It's Nathan here for today's episode. Um, I'm super excited to jump in and talk about, I guess lift the lid a little bit on the Dance Principles United tribe. As today's call is going to be going over um, our call that we had last Friday, um, and so many of our members got incredible value from it. Um, and obviously, within the tribe calls, for those of you that don't know, um, it's a it's a monthly membership where we um, support and help dance studio owners to build the business of their dreams, um, to enrol more students, to grow their revenue, to grow their profit, and just help in the general overall running of their studio. And it's an incredible group of studio owners that um, support each other um, and help each other celebrate wins along the way as well. And as part of the Dance Principles United tribe, we have a fortnightly training call where either Beck, Amanda, or myself jump on and share an area of our expertise. Um, and the, the great thing about having the three of us in there is we all have our different areas of expertise that we bring to the table as such. Um, but my the thing that I generally get on and talk about, because that's what I um, do in our business, is all of, all things, obviously, numbers um, and systems and especially Facebook ads and, um, <clears throat> sorry, a lot of that general advertising, um, Facebook ads, Google ads and things like that. Um, and that's what we talked about last Friday. Um, and within that, the call, obviously, um, there it's a Zoom call, so we go a lot more in depth than we can on a podcast. But I thought it was something that I can, that I could share a lot of, um, well, some of the value at least from there um, out into podcast land today and hopefully help some of our incredible listeners um, get some more engagement um, and inquiries coming in the door from what is an incredibly powerful and free, which is even better, tool, um, our Google business profile. And I know that a lot of dance studios um, and a lot of businesses use it really well already, but it is one thing that sometimes we let um, sort of fall by the wayside. And anything that we do, um, whether it's on Google talking about this today or on our website in general, um, is to do with what we call search engine optimization. And so if we sort of step back and go into the, the bigger picture a little bit, it's all about getting eyeballs on our business, right? All of the, everything that we do in our marketing is to get um, engagement and eyeballs on our business so that we can generate new inquiries and new leads and new students, um, more paying customers. And yeah, back in, back in the, the good old days, there was sort of limited ways to do that, right? Um, people would either have to have a, a street front location in a high traffic area and people would pay massive premiums for those sorts of locations because foot traffic or drive-by traffic was one of the best ways to get recognised. Um, but Thankfully, in 2022, we obviously don't have to do that anymore. We know that um, so many incredible studio owners harness the power of social media um, to get eyeballs on their businesses, and our Google presence and our website presence is no different. Um, but for those that don't do, um, that maybe don't keep this side of it up to date as such, the, the analogy that I sort of make sometimes, um, if you're not keeping your Google business profile up to date, it's the equivalent of paying that premium or having that incredible um, street frontage location 
and not putting any signage and blacking out all the windows, right? You're losing a big part of what could be an advantage for you by by not maximizing the potential of it. So within our Google business profile is something that, um, like I said, we, it, it's something that we can't just set and forget. It's something that we've got to keep adding to all the time to help us get those high quality leads coming through. And that was what sort of we started off the training call with Um, because somebody asked a really good question on the group during the week and it tied into what we were talking about um, in terms of how many leads per week do we want? And um, it it does seem like there could be like a really simple answer to it, right? It's just X number of leads. But it's something that, you know, we always talk about. Obviously, when we're we're starting out, um, ramping up our marketing and and changing the way we do things a little bit. Um, it is more about um, quantity and just going from maybe not a lot um, to to starting to get that steady flow of inquiries coming in through the door. But then once we're starting to sort of, I guess, uh, build out, mature out that process um, and set up what we call like our lead funnels and things like that, which is like everything that everybody already does on the social media side of things um, and the, the Google and website side of things, where we start to be more interested in the quality of leads over the quantity of leads. Because, you know, if you have, um, if it takes you 100 leads in to enroll 10 students, that means you've got a 10% conversion rate. And obviously, um, you're spending time chasing up those other 90 for not a lot of results. And whenever you're chasing up low quality leads, um, those 90, they're not wasted time as such, I guess, but oh, some of it, a lot of it is. Um and so you're, whenever we waste time, it costs us money. We are either spending too much of our time on it or we're paying our staff members um, and essentially throwing that money away a lot of the time. But if you've got a higher conversion rate of, say, 50%, that means that you only have to bring in 20 leads to enrol those 10 students and your staff, you're saving heaps and heaps of money on staff costs or saving heaps of your own time in chasing them. So what we are talking about today with this Google business profile is making sure that we are increasing that quality of leads so that we're not having to have as many come in and our um, inquiry to enrollment percentage is getting as high as it possibly can. So like I sort of, I think I sort of mentioned before this, um, what we're talking about today comes under the broad umbrella of what's called search engine optimization or SEO. And look, it is an absolute beast of a topic. Um, It's something, it's an absolute rabbit hole you can go down. So please don't jump off this call and think you've got to Google SEO and start doing all the things because it'll overwhelm you and, you know, it, it can be really, really expensive if you try and get other people to do it and stuff like that. So please don't think that you've got to do that. What we're talking about today is just the simplest and cheapest, because it's free, way to make sure that we are improving our SEO a little bit. And when we improve our SEO, that means that hopefully we climb the Google rankings on anything that people are going to be searching for for our business. So for me, our studio's Dance Sensations. I would hope that when I Google Dance Sensations, right, my business appears at the top of searches. And, and that should generally happen for everybody's studio. What we also want to happen is when people in our area search, you know, dance classes shall harbour or preschool dance shall harbour or preschool dance classes near me, ballet club, any term you can think of that people might search for, we also want to appear towards the top of those search results as well. And having good SEO is the way that you do that. And this is just one um, one tool that we can use. Basically what Google will do 
everything you do within your business profile or on your website is either um, something that they reward you for or penalize for. Um, this is just to break it down really simply. And having things like if you don't have as much information as you could on your Google business profile and your competitor down the road has absolutely everything on there, well, they're going to get rewarded and you're going to get slightly penalized, which means they're going to appear higher when people search things like you know, dance studio near me and all those sorts of things. Um, so what we want to be making sure that we're doing is first of all, you've got to make sure that you have your Google business profile set up correctly, right? The quickest and easiest way to see is making sure that you're logged into your Google account on whatever browser you're using, whether it's Chrome or Safari or something else. And then if you just Google your studio name, if I Google Dance Sensations, it's going to look different, slightly different for me than you because it's going to say your business on Google. And that means that I am in charge of this business profile and I can be making the edits and updating it as I need. Um, sometimes we had a bit of feedback on the call the other day, for example, that people you know, set it up under old email addresses and stuff like that. Um, but it is important that you get in and, and um, are able to log into that account and claim the business um, if you need to as well. This all used to be done under um, part of Google called Google My Business, but it's now transferred over to, to be sort of integrated with the maps. And it, it's a much better and easier user experience um, to be able to do. So when you come on to that and you've logged in correctly, um, if you haven't signed up in the show notes, I'm going to drop the link to be able to sign up for the Google business profile. Um, it's really important if there is one there that's already got reviews and things like that on it, um, that you're able to go ahead and, um, and recover that rather than starting something new. So once you're on there, you can then click things like edit your profile. And the absolute key information that we want to have on there is, and I know it sounds simple, but I do see a lot of businesses unfortunately not have this done correctly, is make sure that your phone number and address is correct. Especially now that it's all integrated with maps, if you don't have that information correct, um, you're going to get penalized, not only from like a rankings perspective, but obviously people won't be able to call you simply and easily or find your location. And then making sure that you've got the correct website on there as well for people to click through to. Um, making sure that um, another key part of there that's really easy to see and interact with is your Google reviews. And this was the little, um, little competition that we're running within the tribe this week for um, a great prize is those is people trying to just get Google reviews and the Google business profile makes it really easy. You just click on there's like a little um, button on there that's got promote when you see your business on Google and ask for reviews. And you just copy a little link there and SMS or email it out to your clients and just, you know, something, um, you know, uh, what is it? We, um, you know, as a small business, we really appreciate um, your feedback um, and these reviews really help our business. Um, if you could find the time to do, leave a 30-second review, that would mean the absolute world to us. Um, something like that, asking people to leave those reviews. And then once they actually do leave them, then interacting with that um, review also helps bump up your rankings a little bit. So that's a key thing. We do it as part of our onboarding process. We um, have a like a six-week sequence of emails. You might have heard Amanda or myself talk about before. Um, emails and SMSs once a student enrolls to help make sure that they settle into the studio um, and are getting the most out of their experience because we know that 
if somebody's going to drop, it's generally in those first few weeks. Um, but once we can nurture them through those first few weeks, then they become um, long-standing clients a lot of the time. So as the last step in that, after they've been wowed by our customer service and whatnot, is to send out a little SMS asking politely for that review. And unfortunately, we haven't had too much uptake with that. Um, I was chatting with Cara the other day, and she actually said her as a as a customer probably wouldn't do it. It's just something about putting it out in the public forum. Um, she wasn't. She's. It's just something she said she wouldn't really do that often. Um, so what we try to do is offer a bit of an incentive, and from now on, anybody that fills it in is going to have a ten dollar credit applied to their account because I really am. I'm more than happy because I do think it's. I'll get a return on that investment. Um, I think the ten dollars is well worth it to have um, that increase in my. SEO and hopefully bumping up some Google rankings and we know that people trust people's opinions really um, they place a really high value on it so I think that's super important as well so once you've got all that basic information on there just clicking on the edit profile and the key there is guys is really wherever Google gives you an option to put information make sure you put something in so making sure you've got things like your opening hours set up there correctly making sure your products and services are on there with the products, making sure you're putting some images in there as well. Um, making sure that if they, if people are able to book things, um, that you put a little link there. Look, I just redirect them to the join us or contact us section on the website for them to book um, in inverted commas a free trial through there. Photos is absolutely key, making sure that you put um, images of all your offerings um, at your studio. That's something that I know Beck and Amanda talk about a lot is that sometimes people don't um, put, especially on their socials, photos that fully represent everything that they do. They might be trying to offer preschool classes or something like that, but their feed is full of their incredible um, high-level comp kids that they should be really proud of and do incredible things, but you, you sort of attract what you put out. So for us, we know um, and our staff know that our Comp students make up a bit under 20% of our studio. Um, the rest is made up of preschool and our recreational stream students. So that really only one in every five photos should be of those comp kids. They're obviously um, our highest level performers, so that it is something that we should be putting out there to show that we do that. Um, but it's also important that other parents can see their child um, you know, the, the little preschooler isn't going to be impressed by, you know, that, that incredible kick or leg mount or whatever it is. So making sure that we've got lots of different um, variety in what we're showcasing on there. I actually invested a, a few years ago in one of those virtual tours, you know, where you sort of click and like, you know, walk down the hallway and things like that by clicking. And that's really valuable because Google records every single click that um, people make on every photo on your profile. Um, all of these platforms, right, Google, Facebook, Instagram, what they want is they want people to be staying on their platform for as long as possible because to them that means the longer people are spending on their platform, the more that they can monetize them, the more that they can throw ads at them, so it's better for them. So if you can click, like if you have one of those virtual tours, it's actually like hundreds or depending on how big your building is, thousands of photos stitched together to give that illusion of that virtual tour. And every time somebody is moving through, in inverted commas again, you can't see that, I don't know why I'm doing it, but every time somebody's moving through your studio on that tour, they're essentially viewing hundreds of photos. And so Google's thinking, wow, somebody's really interacting a lot with Dan Sensation's profile, look at all the photos they're viewing. 
So that's going to reward me um, and get people, um, sorry, get more people, get more eyes on my business that way. And then obviously just making sure that, you know, your logo's up there for your brand awareness, that you pick a really good cover photo to be there that shows what you are about as well. Um, I think I've talked about things like asking for the reviews. There's a little section there, you can add updates, offers and events. And these are, again, really important to keep regularly updating it. So I know that our incredible trainee who does some great social posts um, a few times a week for us, she's going to be checking in on this every two weeks and she's just going to be adding an update. I don't want her to reinvent the wheel and spend hours on doing an update, but it's literally just... Um, we're putting great social media posts up about what's happened in class that week. That's going to be the update that then goes on Google because in that copy, she's already using really great search or keywords. Dance is being used a lot, dance classes, ballet, like whatever the focus is that week. There's lots of those great, that great, um, like I said, keywords that are in there. So it's just posting and updating and keeping the content new and current and that, We know that keeping things regularly updated, whether it's on our website or in this business profile, is something that Google's going to reward. So we want to do it. If you've got, there's a place to like add an offer. So if you offer a seven-day free trial class pass, that should definitely go up there. And anytime you've got like concerts or open weeks or any sort of events coming up, um, this is just another place that you should be advertising it or putting it up as well. Because the more new content that we're putting up, the more that we're going to get rewarded. And then there's just other little things as well. Like we've talked about the reviews. There is a place for like a little messenger button so people can send messages through Google. But for me, we've already got enough places for people to come to us. And if I know that if I set this up, it's probably going to get, um, ignore is not the right word, but it's not going to be checked as regularly. So it's just something that we're going to leave out and get people to um, contact us other ways. So look, that's pretty much um all that we have for this Google business profile. But like I said, it is a super easy and super simple way and free way to start getting results straight away. Like we only had the call late last week and a couple of days later, I thought it was usually something, SEO is usually something that takes a few weeks for everything to sort of percolate through and start working. But we've had our tribe members reporting back that they've already started seeing an uptick in website inquiries and results, people going to their website and things like that. So it's a super valuable and super easy thing to not only start doing or to go in and, you know, if you've left it languishing for a few months or a year or two, to go in and and just give it a nice tidy up now and then making sure you just put aside it only has to be 10 or 15 minutes once a month, honestly, to keep updating it, adding the odd photo here or there, adding an update. And if you keep doing that regularly, then you're going to see incredible results coming through um, and more and more inquiries and enrollments. So thanks so much for joining us, guys. Like I said, I'll drop a couple of links in the show notes below. And if you found today's podcast helpful, we would really appreciate a quick review on this podcast as well and making sure you're following or subscribing. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great rest of your week. 